Today for this Musical Steps episode, I'm taking a short circular walk around the small, picturesque, affluent and historical Cheshire village of Lim, situated around four miles from the much larger and dominant town of Warrington to its west, and around 15 miles from the city of Manchester to the east. Over the years, Lim Village has attracted various celebrities, including musicians from bands such as The Smiths, Boyzone, The Bachelors, Van de Graaff Generator and The Stone Roses. For this musical steps walk, I'll focus on Ian Brown, sometimes controversial singer of The Stone Roses, prior to his longer solo career. Ian Brown has called Lim home, on and off, for a number of years. In one sense, I think Lim acts as a metaphor for Brown, in that the village is connected to bigger neighbours, whilst also remaining fiercely independent. To help explain the metaphor, consider how Ian Brown is a part of the music industry, while still apart from it. In other words, Brown is willing to simultaneously be part of the music industry machine, whilst also remaining distant from the mainstream, if it means he resolutely retains his personal musical integrity. His lyrically contentious recent single, Little Seed Big Tree, is an example of Brown unflinchingly having a fiercely independent and controversial opinion. He clearly knew some of the lyrics of Little Seed Big Tree would attract wide-scale criticism and, consequently, likely cause him intense pressure from the mainstream music industry. Regardless, it's fair to say he had courage to release it, and it shows he doesn't care what others say. In this sense, he stands alone against the critics, and it's assumed he enjoys the independence it gives him. When Brown sings, Just a little seed makes a big tree, standing on its own, thriving all alone, it's easy to see this as a metaphor for his self-belief and courage of his convictions, even if his opinions go against the mainstream public grain. Some of Brown's peers clearly thought along the same lines as him, but mainly kept quiet about it, in case it created bad publicity and harmed their careers. Clearly Brown knew it would likely provoke ridicule at best, and could cause him career suicide at worst. Nevertheless, his self-determination meant he spoke his mind and publicly expressed his opinions. Lim is a geographically interesting place, because it is located only a few miles from Warrington, and in fact is postally considered to be part of the town, in that it has a Warrington postcode. Additionally, it is much further away from Manchester than it is from Warrington, so it would make sense if Lim was regarded as more closely attached to Warrington than to Manchester. However, some Lim residents prefer to associate themselves with Manchester rather than Warrington. And to extend that observation, many other residents state simply they are from Lim and apart from any other geographic locality. This is why I suggest Lim's location is reflective of Brown's personality. Both Warrington and Manchester have played parts in Ian Brown's life, but he often still cuts an intentionally solitary figure away from the nearby towns and cities. Yes, he'll be forever associated with Manchester and the Stone Roses, but he has carved out a career of his own since they split up. Despite the Stone Roses being at the forefront of the 1980s and 90s Manchester scene, Ian Brown was born in Warrington on the 20th of February 1963 and grew up on Forster Street in the Orford area of the town until he was about six years old. 
It was then, following the birth of his sister Sharon, his family moved to a larger house on Sylvan Avenue in the relevantly affluent Sale, a suburb of Manchester. Despite being born in Warrington, the move to Sale at a young age does mean Ian Brown is associated by his fans much more with Manchester than Warrington. Incidentally, to digress momentarily, the Bee Gees lived on the same Sylvan Avenue prior to their emigration to Australia. In the decade before he found fame with the Stone Roses, Ian Brown's music career began in the early 1980s, playing bass guitar in bands with other pre-Roses members, John Squire and Simon Wollstonecroft. Once we realise Brown's main instrument is the bass guitar, it's easy to see why his solo work in particular is driven by bass note riffs and grooves. Two of Brown's pre-Roses 1980s bands were The Patrol and The Waterfront, and originally featured another singer and guitarist called Andy Cousins. So, before the huge fame of the Stone Roses, Brown was simply part of a bunch of schoolmates in Manchester who put together a school band called The Patrol. John Squire played guitar, Ian Brown was on bass, Cy Wollstonecroft played drums and Andy Cousins was the vocalist. Though Cousins soon said he felt he couldn't sing, and therefore concentrated on guitar alongside John Squire, the main guitarist with what would eventually become the Stone Roses. Using money earned from part-time jobs, The Patrol recorded a few John Squire-written songs at a small studio in Rushholm, Manchester, where a pre-simply redneck Hucknall worked as the sound engineer. Brown had got a taste of being a frontman during the last Patrol gig, singing Sweet's Blockbuster to close the set, with the band's friend and roadie Pete Garner standing in on bass, and Cousins wanting to concentrate on guitar. However, the Patrol soon disbanded, and Brown sold his bass guitar to buy a scooter. Ian Brown later said, I never wanted to be in a group. I sold my bass and got a scooter with the money, £100. Squire tried but failed to keep the patrol going, with Cousins and a succession of new members after Brown and Wollstonecroft had lost interest. In October 1982, Squire, Cousins, Manny and Kaiser came together to form a new band, The Waterfront, and rehearsed at Cousins' parents' house. They tried to get Brown interested in joining The Waterfront. Cousins later said, John and I had an idea of having Ian and Kaiser at the front, trying to do a counterpoint with one another. In 1983, Brown did join the Waterfront, the band that would evolve into the Stone Roses, as co-vocalist with Cousins, until Cousins decided to focus solely on guitar. We were joint singers for a couple of weeks, Brown later said, before he took over the role completely. However, the waterfront never gigged and came to an abrupt end. 
It was John who said, I'm not doing this anymore, and just stopped, said Cousins. Once Brown joined the Stone Roses as the lead vocalist, the band hit megastardom with their first album. However, legal issues ensued, and it was another four years before their second and final album was released, though this second album wasn't as well received, and the band broke up not long afterwards. Since the breakup of the Stone Roses in 1996, Brown has released six solo albums and 14 UK Top 40 singles. He has sold out seven UK tours and appeared three times at the Glastonbury Festival. Incidentally, since the Stone Roses split, guitarist John Squire formed a band, the Seahorses, soon afterwards. But after time, they broke up, and Squire moved to Reno, just outside of Macclesfield, to concentrate on his first love of painting, something he did with the covers for the Stone Roses albums. So that's this brief musical steps walk around Lim, and focused primarily on Ian Brown.